lovely freaks and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host Amanda and I'm Hannah and if you're new here hello welcome if you like things strange and unusual and true crime you can go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button. You can also head down to the description and you will see a link which has our social media Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz and all that jazz. <laughs> Alrighty so today uh, we're gonna be talking about we're just gonna kind of jump right in because it's a long one. But there's really nothing that I have to go over, I don't think. Uh, no. want to say thank you to everybody who has followed us so far and liked our stuff and listened to our stuff because we have almost 400 listeners now. <gasps> Are you serious? Yeah. Did I not tell you no. that? No. Yeah. We have like 300 and something. But um, yeah, we got a lot. And Yay. we also had some people from, well, I told you about France yeah. and Australia, of course. We got like a couple more from there. And where was another one? Uh, there was another one. What was it? Shoot. Indonesia? Or something like that? I don't know. I can't remember. But got a lot. Got a lot of listeners. So thank you so much to everybody who has listened to us so far. And we're going to do something special for our 20th episode. I don't know what we're going to do yet. So don't ask. But we're going to do something special. Party. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll like go live one day. Like on Instagram yeah. or something. That'd be cool. Alrighty, so yes, today we're going to be talking about um, Sylvia Likens. So she's the victim in this case. And the evil spawn of Satan is um, Gertrude <laughs> Benazowski. I believe that's how you say her last name. So we're going to talk about Gertrude first. She's actually the, she's not the only one that contributes to this girl dying but we're gonna start with her and kind of her background and everything and we're gonna go from there so Gertrude Bened what I say Benazowski Benazowski or something it? like that yeah you probably are butchering it sorry guys it's cool um she was born September 19th 1929 in Indianapolis Indiana sorry about that it's a computer yeah <laughs> She was one of six brothers and sisters. We don't really know much about her childhood except for her family was kind of like a working class family. Her and her mother didn't really like get along, but she was super close with her dad. Okay. At age 11, though, however, she saw her dad kind of have like a massive heart attack in front of her and died. Mm. So that was kind of traumatizing. Okay. And at 16, she dropped out of high school and she married John Benazowski. Who was 18 at the time, and he was also a deputy. Um, so that's pretty much all we know about her. So we don't really know about her upbringing. I mean, yeah, her mom and her didn't have a great relationship, but I don't know so if she it was didn't abusive. have an abusive relationship. I have no idea. There's not much to look at there. But what she does later, how she, I don't understand how she ends up the way she does later on. If she didn't have a fucked up childhood, but whatever. Did she used to like uh, kill innocent animals when she was younger? We don't know. No, you don't no, know that. <laughs> no, maybe know. they just didn't give any information on. I don't know. Um, they had her and John after they got married. They had four kids together. It said that John had a violent temper and would beat her, quote, and he would say it was because she annoyed me. Wow. Yeah. Asshole. After, but they stayed together for 10 years, and after 10 years, they finally divorced. She got custody of the kids. After about a year, she met a man named Edward. Um, they married, but apparently he was kind of like a douche because they were only together for like three months, and then they got a divorce. He said mm -hmm. that he just, like, didn't want her kids around and, like, didn't like them. I knew that they were there when yeah, you got married, like, but whatevs. It's not like you can send them to boarding school for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So, then old John, the first lover, came back into the picture. They got married again. This time they had two more kids, and they stayed together for seven years before they finally called it quits in 1963. After that, she met a man named Dennis. They moved in together, and he was abusive as well. She suffered a miscarriage because of... Um, him being so abusive. God. And then they finally had one kid together named Dennis Jr. All these abusive guys. Yeah. Shortly after that, um, Dennis left her, though, like, after the kids, you know, after the kid was born. Now, 
obviously all the abuse that she suffered then could attribute to the way that she is later on because she was 16 but she was 16 so i don't know yeah i don't know if that's really and also it didn't it wasn't really like a parent guardian yeah it wasn't during her developmental stages but i mean it still it still could have really messed her up i have no doubt about that um not saying that if you were abused spouse that you're going to turn out like her i'm just saying (laughs) I know plenty of abused spouses that are not like this. So, in all, she had seven kids. Paula, Stephanie, John, Marie, Shirley, James, and Dennis Jr. Her daughter... Huh? I said a lot of kids. Yeah. Her daughter, Paula, became pregnant at 17, and the family was, like, already struggling by then, Mm -hmm. and it just kind of made it worse. Put, like, a strain. Um, Gertrude's health was not the best in the world also she was underweight she had bad hygiene and she had like a lot of underlying illnesses and she relied heavily on her ex-husband john for child support to pay the bills and kind of like make it so now let's talk a little bit about the victim sylvia likens because the things that happened to this poor girl are like super awful so um sylvia was born january 3rd 1949 in Lebanon, Lebanon, Lebanon. Lebanon. <laughs> Got Lebanon. it. <laughs> I always like sound out Lebanon. before I say, and I sound it out in my head. I mean, out loud. Anyways, Lebanon, Indiana. So all these people are from Indiana. Her parents were actually carnival workers, and they kind of struggled to make ends I meet. I thought you were gonna say carnivores. Carnivores, um, yeah. Okay cannibals no they were um carnival workers they also had five they had five kids all together so mm-hmm. when sylvia was a teen she actually worked like different jobs she'd babysit things like that to kind of make like help help out with her parents like she'd give yeah. her parents money sylvia's mom was arrested for shoplifting at one point which kind of made things worse at home and at this point um her dad kind of had to like find somewhere for the two youngest to go because the oldest daughter was out of the house and she was either in the process of getting married or was married. The two sons, he was going to take traveling with him to the carnival so that way they could kind of help and make more money. And so they needed somewhere for Jenny and Sylvia to go. Jenny was 15 and Sylvia was um, 16. Jenny also was uh, disabled. She had braces on her legs. Mm-hmm. So, July 1965, Gertrude's daughter Paula gets introduced to Sylvia and Jenny. They're kind of like a mutual friend. The girls end up going over to the Ger- to Gertrude, um, or Benazowski, whatever, yeah, their house. Yeah, they end up house. going over there, and they hang out for a while. Well, eventually, like, the dad goes to kind of, like, look for them, you know, and then and finds them over there. And Mr. Likings and Gertrude start talking. So he kind of tells her about his troubles and the circumstances that he's going through. At some point, someone, we're not sure which one, mentioned something about the girls staying there. They are, like I said, 16 and 15. And the youngest, Jenny, like I said, has braces. She got yeah. braces on her legs from polio, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, so... Sylvia, like, never wanted to leave her little sister anywhere or, like, leave her alone by herself. Mm -hmm. She always wanted to be around her. So, that's kind of another reason why she didn't want to go to the carnival and just leave her there with these people. Yeah. So, they worked out a deal. He would pay Miss Gertrude $20 a week um, to watch them. And they agreed on it. However, if Mr. Likings would have actually like inspected the house and all that he would have realized that the conditions were not suitable for children of any kind let alone the ones that were actually living there there weren't enough beds they didn't have a stove they didn't have a microwave there was dirt like everywhere the only things that were in the pantry were bread and crackers there were no plates or utensils to eat on except for like maybe five or six Mm -hmm. yeah um and I guess they didn't, he didn't, like, go through the house and inspect. He was just in, like, the I was about to foyer. say that. Why didn't he just, why didn't he go He was probably just in the living room, you know. Yeah. But still, um, if you're going to leave your kid. Yeah, I mean, my kids don't stay with anybody that I don't 
really, really know. know. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but this is back in the day. And like I said, he was struggling. So he just needed to like, he knew that the girls had already been hanging out there. Kind of. I think they'd been hanging out there for a few days, maybe like a week. Not, not all the, like the whole time, but you know, during the day after school. So he probably thought, okay, they're all friends, you know, this will be fun. So the first week of Sylvia and Jenny living with Gertrude's family seems to be going well. The girls helped out in the house and they even went like to Sunday school. They all went to church together, blah, blah, blah. However, when the $20 payment didn't arrive, Gertrude was pretty angry and said, I took care of you two bitches for nothing. She then told them to lay across the bed, pull their pants down and their underwear and spanked them with a belt. Like, pretty profusely. Not just, like, a few slashes. Um, And then one day, the kids all came home and they said the girls were stuffing their face at church. I don't know why this set her off, but whatever. The girls were stuffing their face with a lot of food at church. Like, after church, they're eating, you know? Yeah, they're eating. She then... Um, Gertrude beat them with a paddle because she said that they ate too much and she then makes Sylvia eat like a hot dog covered in like tons of different condiments mm-hmm. and like makes her like force feeds it to her mm-hmm. then she throws it up and she makes her eat that throw Ew. Up. Yeah. are you serious? for some reason though the abuse kind of only happened to Sylvia we're not really sure why. Some people said yeah. that it's because Paula was jealous because she was pretty. Some people said that jealous. Gertrude was jealous because she was pretty. She was a really beautiful that, girl. But you're jealous of your own daughter? No, it's not her daughter. Da- not the daughter. Yeah, not the daughter. I mean, the uh, a kid. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You're jealous of a kid. Of your own kid. And then Paula. Kid? I mean, even if she was jealous of her, I don't understand, you know. They were about the same age. She was, like, maybe one year older than her, two years older. So, the girl's father did come back. And at some point, their mother kind of, like, got out of jail, too, and was with the father. Mm -hmm. So, he would come back every now and again. But the girls never mentioned anything about abuse. And probably because I think Gertrude might have told them, like, if you say anything, you know, I'll kill you or something. I don't know. So, they didn't ever mention anything. Paula, like I said, she was jealous of her. And the first first start of the torture begins when one day Gertrude overheard Sylvia talking to somebody, I'm not sure who it was, about how she had let a boy feel on her before. Like, fill her up. Yeah. Don't know if it was down there, boobs, whatever. But, you know, girls are just talking and talking about sex and stuff. Plus, she's 16. Which is the same age Gertrude was when she got married. So, whatever. Um, It's unclear as to what the truth actually was and if this actually happened at all. But something must have pissed Gertrude off. She started calling her a whore. And she then, um, her and her daughter Paula, began kicking her in the crotch. Uh, Paula told her, you're not fit to sit on these chairs. From then on, Sylvia had to ask permission if she could sit in a chair. What? Yeah. Gertrude would then let the other kids kick and punch her whenever they felt like it. Like the other kids in the... That is insane. In the house, yeah. She would also get any of the kids in the neighborhood who hated Sylvia to come over and just abuse her. Like, she was basically like the neighborhood's punching bag. Yeah. Like it's a dog fight or something? Strap your boots on because this gets way more intense in this neighborhood. Like, fuck this neighborhood, okay? I don't know. Yeah, and whoever whoever is from this neighborhood. And I had a neighbor that was like, hey, do you want to come over and beat someone up? I'd be like, um, mom? Yeah. What the fuck is going on over there? It's, like, I would be so upset. Like, yeah. Strap on, because this it only gets worse from here. Um, So, she... This is not as bad as Junko, but it's like, pretty, pretty up, awful. Yeah. Up there? So, she would tell... Like I said, she would tell certain kids... the How she would get these kids over there, also... And, first of all, this is a grown-ass woman doing this... She would tell certain girls that Sylvia was spreading rumors about them and about their moms. Like, their moms were whores or prostitutes or that Sylvia was calling them whores and prostitutes. I don't think I would believe 
when the girls got a mad, woman. she would tell them to come on over and beat her up. Just, like, beat her up. They wouldn't tie her up or anything. But if you've got, like, four girls jumping yeah. you out in the yard, I mean, you can't really do anything to defend yourself. And this girl, did she do anything? Like, did she not tell anyone? Or Sylvia? Yeah. Mm-mm. We'll get to some of that in a minute. So, there was actually a neighbor that moved in, like, next door. And the na- when the neighbors moved in, they saw that the Ben Benazowski. Benazowski, yeah. I'll get it in a minute. Um, they saw all the kids, like, you know, Beating about. No, no, no. Oh, they saw just... all the kids, like, like, that they had a lot of kids. Yeah. So, this family was thinking, oh, okay, well, let's go introduce ourselves to them. We'll have, like, a barbecue, and we'll meet Miss Gertrude, and we'll kind of fill her out and see how things are going, because we really need a babysitter for our kids. And they thought, okay, well, this woman has a lot of kids, so obviously she's knows what she's doing. At the barbecue, they did notice that Sylvia was walking around kind of like with her head down, not really talking to anybody, and she had a black eye. Yeah. Instead of, you know, asking why do you or have a black eye? Or nothing happening, and they just think, okay, maybe she got into a fight. Paula told them, yeah, I did that. She then threw hot water in her face. The family didn't report anything. And then another time, the woman came back over one day to borrow some sugar or something, whatever she was doing. She saw Sylvia again. Sylvia had black eyes to the point where they were, one of them was swollen shut. And she had a huge busted lip. Paula, Gertrude's daughter, once again told her, yeah, I did that. And then took her belt off and started beating Sylvia with the belt right in front of this woman. And the woman didn't report anything to the police. What year was this? Uh, 1960s. Oh my God. Why would you not? Yeah. Like. If I saw a kid like that, I would immediately be like, and she just admits it. I'd be like, um, don't fucking touch that kid again or we're going to have a problem. Yeah. It, there's a lot of stuff in here where the neighbors are just like, we're going to mind our business. But back in the, back in that day, I mean, neighbors really did mind their business a lot to the point where it was like, okay, this is stupid. Um, but. That's ridiculous. Especially if she sees like swollen eyes and everything that's yeah ridiculous it's pretty bad it kind of reminds me that gabriel um i can't think of his last name right now but it's that little boy the little mexican boy oh that, yeah that mm-hmm. case we're gonna have to do that one one day but you want to talk about piss it pisses me off so bad yeah, like there's so many people so many that just ignore yeah. it mm-hmm. and I can't do that. Like, if I see a child... If I saw a child walking down the street right now, and they had a black eye, I'd be like, all right, we'll come inside. Yeah. Promise I won't, you know, diddle you or nothing. I'm not a rapist or a psycho. I just need you to come in, and we're going to call the police. Now, who is it? Who did this to you? Yeah. <laughs> um, Because, yeah, children being abused at any age pisses me off hard. Yeah. Um, After this, after, you know the woman came over and all that. Um, This is when the abuse kind of started escalating even worse. So, one day, Sylvia told Gertrude that she needed a swimsuit, a sweatsuit, sorry, for gym class. Not really sure what a sweatsuit is. Mm -hmm. But she needed it for gym class. Of course, she was told, she told her no because we don't have enough money, blah, blah, blah. Which I'm like, you're getting paid $20 a week. You don't have enough money for me to swim a sweatsuit? Okay. Um, Sylvia then decided to take one from school because she really needed it. No, I don't, I think the one that she took, nobody was really using, mm-hmm. but she just kind of, she did steal it, but steal I mean, it, yeah. you know, she kind of thought but it wasn't you're anybody's. kind of desperate at this point. Yeah. And there was something like she was going to get like a bad grade if she didn't have one. Yeah. Gertrude saw that the, she saw the suit and she started questioning Sylvia about it, to which she finally gave in and told her how she got it and where she got it from. She accused her of being a thief and a prostitute. That was her big thing the entire time. For some reason, she's a prostitute. We don't know why, but she's a prostitute. Wow. Yeah. Even so, though she's literally 16 and haven't probably hasn't slept with anyone. No. So, she decided to burn her fingertips with cigarettes. And she also let the other people in the house that smoked cigarettes do the same thing. One day, the sisters decided to collect cans to get money for food. Um... Because, you know, there wasn't anything to eat in the house. So, they went around collecting cans. They would also do this to, like, get candy and stuff. 
When they returned home with the money, Gertrude accused the girls of being prostitutes. Again. <laughs> um, she told Sylvia, this part's pretty bad, full disclaimer. She told Sylvia to strip naked in front of the boys that were in the living room. And this was neighborhood boys that were in the living room. She then told her, she didn't, she then told her if she didn't, she was going to beat Jenny. Which, obviously, she was not wanting her to do that. Yeah. So, in front of the neighborhood boys and in front of her son, she made Sylvia masturbate with a Coke bottle. She would also make Sylvia eat out of the trash. Like, at this point, this is when she would make her eat out of the trash when she was hungry. And, so, yeah. She did that. Holy shit. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't believe these neighborhood boys didn't say anything. Yeah, they just sat there and watched it. And a lot of them were in on all this that we're going to get to. And they also went to jail. Wow. Like just a lot how? of people go to jail. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Um, so, Gertrude decided that Sylvia was not fit to live with humans. That's what she said. So, at this point, this is when she started sending her to the basement to live. Um, I think she was also kind of wetting the bed, and she was doing this because they were constantly, Abusing like, beating her, her yeah, kicking her in her, you know. The first sign of abuse is, um, someone, well, second or third, I can't remember, is someone wetting their bed. Yeah, well, also that, you know, like the Junko case, they were kicking her a yeah. lot in the stomach and stuff, so, and beating her up, so she couldn't hold it. Um, so, where was I? Oh, living oh, in the basement. Yeah, so. And she started She also wasn't allowed to go to school anymore. I don't know how she pulled that one off, like, getting her not to go to school, but whatever. Jenny was so scared to tell anyone what was going on, but Jenny was still going to school. Gertrude would tell them, you know, like I said before, she'd tell them often, you know, I'll kill you if you tell anybody what's going on. While she was down in the basement, Sylvia only got treated worse. She was naked all of the time. The kids would get the neighborhood kids. Gertrude and her kids decided this. So it wasn't just the kids decided this. They would pay the neighborhood kids a nickel. No, no, no. The The neighborhood kids could pay a nickel. Nickel. To come gawk and look at Sylvia naked and also push her down the stairs if they wanted to. Basically just like, she was just like a human... Punching, punching doll. Yeah, well, kind of a prostitute, but yeah. Yeah, because also the boys, some of the boys in the neighborhood would be able to sexually assault her. Not, she wouldn't, she would, she didn't get raped, but she did get sexually assaulted. Some of these boys are 14, 15, 16, yeah. How? Isaac is fucking 12 years old. They would be running to you like, mom, you don't, you don't know what's going on next door. Like, what? Yeah. They have no excuse. I don't care if these kids... Nah, you have no excuse. You are old enough at this point. Yeah. There was no bathroom in the basement, so at this point, they would bathe her and put her in scalding water with her ankles and her wrists tied. Paula would, for some reason, rub salt on her after she got out of the bathtub. I don't really know why. Maybe if she had wounds, it would hurt. And so it was like, you know, torture or whatever. Sylvia was not getting fed much, and when she did, she was maybe getting fed, like, soup and stuff, and they wouldn't give her, like, a spoon or anything, or they'd tell her to eat with her fingers. She was also told to clean up... This part's nasty. She was also told that if she defecated or urinated in the basement, that she had to clean it up. If she was thirsty, she could drink her own pee, and if she was hungry, she had to eat her feces. Feces, yeah. Which she had to do a few times because she would either get beaten or clean it up that way. Which, uh, I mean, there's not a bathroom, so where the hell else do you want her to use the bathroom? Like, exactly. (laughs) She was also tied up for the majority of the time when she was in the basement. Around this time, Jenny actually tried to get word to her, her older sister, the one that I told you was married. Yeah. Her name was Diane. And she kind of wanted to tell her what was going on with Sylvia and that she needed to call the police. (laughs) Her older sister was, like, she just thought that Jenny was being dramatic and she was just displeased with how she was being punished. What? Yeah. Like, she told her what was going on, but she thought she was just making it up and being a drama queen. Why 
would a kid did she give her details about what's going on i mean on? i don't know like, i guess why would a kid have details about that That's no idea stupid there was also a 12 year old named judy duncan around this time that knew what was going on and saw sylvia she went home and told her mom and her mother said quote they no no, no. i'm sorry not her mother she said, she told her mother, quote, they were beating and kicking Sylvia. Her mother then told her, quote, oh, sometimes things like that happen. Some some people get punished. That's, that's just how what? somebody gets punished. Yeah. Are these people insane? I don't know. Is it just like a common thing in the neighborhood to just do that? I don't know. I'm sorry, but I wasn't kicked and beaten when I was going to get punished. I don't know. Now, whether or not that girl is being truthful, like, maybe she just came out and told the newspaper that afterwards because she just wanted to get some fame. Yeah. I don't know. But if she did, like, her mom, if she didn't and I was the mom, I'd be like, you didn't tell me that shit. <laughs> exactly. I would have called the police. So, luckily, Diana, finally, the older sister, she finally did decide to, like, she came to her senses and she decided to visit the girls. When she got there, Gertrude told her that their father instructed her to not let Diana see the girls. She told her that she needed to leave her property or she was going to call the police. Which at that point I would have been like, yeah, go ahead, call them. Um, but she didn't. Diana hid in the bushes, though, off the property a little bit. Mm -hmm. And when Jenny came out, she approached her and Jenny said... I'm not supposed to talk, quote, I'm not supposed to talk to you or be seen talking to you. And then she just ran away, end quote, or end quote, then she ran away. Diana then contacted social services, which is good. Um, when they showed up, though, Gertrude told them that she kicked her out because she was unclean and a prostitute. She wasn't living there anymore. She then, they wanted to talk to Jenny so, before they talked to Jenny, I don't know if this was, like, as she was walking to the door or whatever. Yeah. She told Jenny, she said, um, if you tell them, if you do not tell them that she ran away, you'll be down in the basement with her. Which, I would have been like, uh, bitch, you're gonna be in jail. Yeah, so. exactly. Guess what she's doing? She's in the basement. In the basement, yeah. So, Jenny told them exactly what Gertrude, which I can understand. She was super scared. Yeah, she was probably thinking that they wouldn't believe her yeah. or something. Especially if my own sister didn't just yeah. believe me. So, yeah, she she told them everything and the house, the, the person just left. Without inspecting the house. Without, you know, God. making sure Always that. Always do your job. Always yeah. just do the most. I wouldn't care if I was rude. I'd be like, okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna go downstairs. I'm just gonna look around, okay? Which brings me back to the Gabriel case. Like, yeah. I mean, that case, ugh. Y'all understand. <laughs> Especially, I'm not saying that the teacher in that case was wrong. She did her job. She, if you if y'all don't know what oh, we're yeah, talking about, know, we're gonna yeah. get there one day, but she, she did her the best she, she did, could. She did her job, but I would've been the one that would've went to prison for um, uh, taking a ki uh, kidnapping because I would have been alive. I would have snatched that kid and we would have went to my house or somewhere and then I would have called the police and been like he ain't going home till y'all figure out what's going on because he's got too many bruises on him. I don't know what to tell you. Same thing if I was a social worker like I couldn't do that I job. Yeah, me either. I'd be stealing kids and be like alright somebody <laughs> better do something. Yeah. So okay. So, now we get to Sylvia's final days, unfortunately. October 21st, Gertrude told some of the kids to bring her up from the basement. She told Sylvia that she could finally sleep in a bed as long as she didn't wet the bed. Apparently, like I said, due to all the kicking and everything, she couldn't go long periods of time without wetting herself or her bed. They so must at have night, up her her um her bladder. Her bladder. Not so her. at night, obviously, it was really hard for her yeah. to hold it. The next morning, Gertrude noticed that Sylvia did in fact wet the bed. She she what? She wet the bed. Yeah, right? yeah. She wet the bed. Okay, so she... So she's gonna punish her, obviously. She's gonna punish her. She told her to do that same shit that she had to do the last time in front of the neighborhood boys. She stripped naked. And then her and some of the neighborhood boys 
participated with the Coke bottle, sexually assaulting her. After when she got dressed, Gertrude decided that since Sylvia made up rumors about her daughter being a whore forever ago, which those rumors weren't even true, um, this woman is just really crazy, she would brand her. That's right. That's brand what I said. Brand her. Brand her. Gertrude made one of the kids get a needle really hot and they branded her. They were heating up the needle. Yeah. Like they'd heat up the needle with just like a match and then write one letter. And then they'd heat up the needle again and write another letter. Oh my God. When they finished, what she had written on her was, I am a prostitute and proud of it. That when Gertrude. That would have been taken a long time to do. Yeah. When Gertrude finally left the room, the other kids. <sighs> were still, like, wanting to torture her some more. So they decided to draw an S on her chest with the needle and, you know, brand it. Are these kids in jail? Uh, we'll get there. Um, so... Because they need to be. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, apparently they don't know how to spell because they ended up writing a 3 instead of an S. I don't know. Oh, my God. That's how stupid they are. Yeah. Nah, we don't know what they were trying to write either. Like, I don't know if they were trying to write slut or what. I don't know. When she came back into the room, she said, Gertrude said, quote, What are you going to do now, Sylvia? You can't get married now. You can't undress in front of anyone. What are you going to do now? To which Sylvia replied, quote, I guess nothing. There's nothing I can do. It's on there. End quote. She was then taken back down to the basement. Her sister Jenny snuck down there in the middle of the night. Sylvia was weak and she was suffering from third degree burns from the letters that had been carved on her or branded on her. She told her sister, quote, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to die. I can tell. End quote. The next morning, October 23rd, Gertrude made Sylvia write a letter to her parents telling her that, like, this is what the letter said. The letter said, I went with a gang of boys in the middle of the night. They said that they would pay me if I would give them something. So I got, excuse me, so I got in the car and I all gave, and I gave them all what they wanted. And when they got finished, they beat me up. They left sores all over my face and all over my body. And they also put on my stomach, I'm a prostitute and proud of it. I have done just about everything that I could to do, to just make Gertie, I guess they called her Gertie, Mm -hmm. um, to make her mad and cause her more money than what she's got. I have tore up mattresses and I have peed on them as well. I have cost her a lot, I have cost Gertie a lot of doctor bills and she really can't pay them. And made Gertie a nervous wreck and all of her kids. I can't believe this. She made her write that. So that way, if something happened to her, she could have an... Yeah. On October 24th... 24th. 25th. 24th. Gertrude tried to beat Sylvia to death with, like, several different objects. She kept, like, missing her. Like, she'd throw a chair at her. Then she threw, like... I don't know, something else at her down in the basement and she kept I don't missing. understand this woman. How can she be this evil? Like, I don't know. I just know. don't get it. No idea. Um, so instead, one of the boys, one of the neighborhood boys, like, stepped in, or one of the boys that had been helping them this whole time, stepped in and beat Sylvia with a broomstick till she was unconscious. Over the course of that night and into the morning of October 25th, Sylvia was actually beating the basement floor with a like the scoop part of a shovel yeah over and over again she was screaming and trying to get anyone's attention that was outside the later later on the neighbors would actually say that they did hear some things during the day and at night but i bet but they they decided not to get involved or call the police because it was nothing to do with them why? Yeah. I'm sorry, but if I hear somebody screaming at an apartment complex yeah. over here, I'm going to call the freaking police. police. And be like, hey, <laughs> you need to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Also, Sylvia was trying to crawl up the steps, but every time she would crawl up them, Gertrude would just push her back down, and she kept hitting her head over and over. On October 26th, 
That morning, Gertrude told Stephanie and Ricky to bring Sylvia upstairs for a bath. When they put her into the tub, that's when they realized that she was not breathing. Stephanie performed CPR to try to get Sylvia back to life. Because, you know, they can't have her dead. And they realized that she was already dead. She'd probably been dead for like several hours mm -hmm. at this point. Gertrude told the kids to strip her and put her in the basement. Then she told the neighborhood kid, Hobbs, which Hobbs was one of the boys that she got to like do a lot of the stuff. And it's rumored that maybe they had like a relationship, like Gertrude Ew. and Hobbs. He was 14. Yeah. Ew. But he was like, like anything she told him to do. She, he, she probably could have said, stick this gun in your mouth, pull the trigger, and he would have done it. So I don't understand what that was about. But, um, nice. yeah. So, Hobbs went to a payphone nearby and called the police. When the police arrived, Gertrude gave them the letter, of course she did, and was telling them that she ran away, um, but we found her this morning in the basement naked, and we also found this letter. What? During all of the lying that she was doing, Jenny, however, was in the background with a police officer. She whispered in the police officer's ear, quote, Get me out of here, and I'll tell you everything. Thank you, Jenny. Yes. Yeah. I was about to be like, yeah, you better... St I was about to literally <laughs> say that. Like, I was like, you better say, hey, get me out of here, and I'll tell you everything. Yeah. So, after taking Jenny's statement and the condition of Sylvia's body once they got into the basement and realized what was going on, officers arrested Gertrude, Paula, Stephanie, John, Hobbs, and Herbert... Herbert? Harbord? Whatever. Plus some neighborhood kids, Mike Monroe, Randy Lapeer, Duke, and Cisco. I think that's how they said it. Cisco. Um, the autopsy would turn up that Sylvia had over a hundred cigarette burns on her body. Damn. Various second and third degree burns on her body as well, not including the ones that um where she was the carved. Yeah. Several bruises, muscle and um, nerve damage. Her lips, her lip was like bit off almost to the point, well it was almost bit off yeah. and the coroner suspected that that's from all the pain that she was in. She was Damn. biting her lips so hard. Her fingernails were bent backwards and she was missing yeah. some of the top layer of her skin on her face and her neck and knees. I'm not sure. I don't know if that's from when she kept getting pushed down the stairs or what. Her vaginal cavity was very swollen, almost shut. However, her hymen was still intact. So, later on, that was going to disprove... Because... Uh, devil bitches thing, Gertrude. Yeah. Was that she was a prostitute. She was a whore. She was unclean. She was bringing yeah. this filth into my house. Well, she she was her a virgin. Her not even fucking yeah. broken. So, ass. good job. Um, and so, even if she wasn't, let's say she was... I mean, it, mean even, yeah, she had to be treated I know like that. that. Yeah, even if she was a prostitute, yeah, that saying, doesn't mean like, anything. If she was a sex worker, whatever. What the fuck but is your problem? I'm just saying that will disprove her yeah, bullshit that, in that court bullshit, later. Yeah, um, she was just a liar. Yeah, it was proven though. Crazy. She did have so she did have she was sexually assaulted, but not in the form of rape. I guess you could say. But she was definitely sexually assaulted. I yeah. didn't want anybody to think that that didn't happen just because... Yeah, because of the bottle, it was probably not... It was not long enough. Yeah, yeah. long enough. That's what I was thinking. The official cause of death was brain swelling, internal hemorrhaging of the brain, and shock. Man. So, trial began May 1966. The prosecution was seeking the death penalty for all of the people involved. Yes. Even including John and Hobbs, who were 13 and 14 at the time. Yeah, a 13-year-old. Her son, John. Wow. That would be like Isaac. Yeah. Beat the shit out of him. I'd be like, no, he'd go to jail. Yeah. For life. For life. Okay. Go ahead. Take him. Because <laughs> if he comes again. home, yeah. I'm going to beat his ass every day. Every day. <laughs> Just like how he did with her. So... Paula's court proceedings were interrupted when she had to give birth. Yes, that's right. I said that. She was pregnant the entire time that she was doing this to this girl. Really? Yeah. She was pregnant. 
I'm not sure where her first child was. Because, you know, I told, I said she had a baby when yeah. she was 17. Not sure where that kid was. But she was pregnant while she was Do torturing this, this girl. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, Paula named her child Gertrude after her mother. Oh, ooh. <gasps> I even wrote ooh. Gross. Right there. Ew. <laughs> the whole disgusting. trial was a shit show because all the kids were, like, blaming it on the mom. And the mom was blaming it on the kids. She was actually saying that she wasn't even present for any of it. It was the kids doing all of it. Uh, well, yeah. sorry, Speedy, but if the kids were doing all that and you knew about it, you would, uh, do something about it, you dumbass. Yeah, and you need to go to jail if you didn't do anything yeah, about it. Exactly. Same case like with Junko. Junko. We didn't parents. have a clue that they were up there doing yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. Well, then you obviously don't know anything about your kids. Like, I, my kid... No. I know everything goes on in Isaac's room. Exactly. <laughs> And you can hear everything that's going on. Yeah. I think you would hear a Even if he was upstairs, girl. I'd knock on his door and go in every now and again. Yeah. I think you would hear a girl screaming or something going on. Or you would walk in and she'd be there and you're just like, who is she? Yeah. She's a little bloody and beat it, but that's fine. Um, the Mar- Marie, her daughter, yeah. she was one of the ones that decided to kind of finally come clean after lying on the stand. So she lied on the stand, but then at one point something happened. The persecution was like... I mean, the prosecutor was really drilling her, and she just let it go. Before she did, she said, quote, God help me. And then she began to admit the whole truth. To everyone's shock, Gertrude did not receive the death penalty, though. Instead, she was found guilty of first-degree murder, and she did receive a life sentence without the possibility of parole. Paula was convicted of second-degree murder, and this hobag only received three years before she was paroled. Yeah, that's right. Stephanie's charges were dropped. Not, there wasn't enough evidence to prove that she was, like, there or anything like that. Plus, she did testify against her family in court. Still don't think it should have been dropped, but whatever. Hobbs, Coy, and John were charged. Some of those were, like, neighborhood kids. Some of them were her kids. Um, They were charged and convicted of voluntary manslaughter and sentenced to 18 months in juvie because they were young. Um, however, when Hobbs finally did get out, he kind of realized what he had done mm-hmm. and he suffered like a nervous breakdown. He also started chain smoking and he died of lung cancer at 21. Hate it for you. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. Sucks for you. Um, you Gertrude during her time in prison was a model prisoner. She was nicknamed mom. Oh God. Ooh. And then Gross. she wanted to get a new trial. So she was granted one, and this time she was sentenced to 18 years to life, but she did have the possibility of parole. So after 18 years of serving, um, she decided that she would get go to her parole board, and people were pissed about this. Jenny and her family appeared on several different TV spots speaking out against yeah, this evil piece of crap. They had over 4,500 signatures from the citizens of Indiana demanding that Gertrude stay locked up. Good. Unfortunately. Are you serious? Yeah. She was granted parole, and during her trial, she said, I quote, I'm not sure what role I had in it, because I was on drugs. Oh! I never really... I never really knew her. Talking about Sylvia. I take full responsibility, though, for whatever happened to Sylvia. After being released from prison December 4th, 1985, Gertrude changed her name and she moved to Iowa. She got lung cancer in 1999 and died. Not much is known about what happened to the other kids nowadays, but some of them have died. Some of them were in and out of jail. I can't believe those kids that were there didn't have some kind of consequences. You yeah, know like they the probably rest grew of the neighborhood kids. Up. Yeah, yeah, they probably grew up either raping other people because they're just like, I'm used to it. Yeah. Because these know? were young. I mean, they were young. Yeah. So it's not like they they're were. They're like, oh, I can get away with it. I've done yeah. it before. Yeah. Because that's exactly how they're going to think. That's mm-hmm. how the Junko people thought. Yeah. Um, some of the other kids changed their names, obviously. Yeah. Paula was. Paula, she changed her name and she became a school teacher in oh. Iowa. Luckily though, um 
the district did a search and like during their search they found yeah. out that she you know what what her past was and they ended up firing her mm-hmm. good thank god john yeah. however claims he should have had a harder sentence but claims that he's reformed and he's now a minister i mean wow there are ministers that you know used to be gang members and stuff so maybe hopefully he's reformed and changed um jenny sylvia's sister she was married and she had kids it's still really hard on her though i can't imagine living through that in 2001 a memorial was put in place for sylvia um like a headstone kind of Mm -hmm. And it was in Indiana. There was also a movie made about this. Um, I think it was called an American, an American Crime, and it was in two thousand seven. It got like a thirty percent on Rotten Tomato, but they had some really good actors and actresses in it. Um, even the girl from Juno, uh, what's her name? Shoot, I can't think of her name right now. But it had really good. Uh, even uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Yeah. Franco. James Franco. James Franco. He was in it. I didn't watch it, though, but I might. Um, yeah, they got some good... They got Evan Peters in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But I think he's, like, wrong. He's young. Pretty young. So, yeah. That is the story of Sylvia Likens. And it's an awful one. But I wanted to tell this story because I wanted to put an awareness out there. That if you know of anyone that's being abused in any way, I don't care if it's verbal abuse, especially a child, verbal, physical, whatever, um, say something. You know, if it's an adult, you need to ask them if they need help and you really need to talk to them because adults, you know, domestic domestic abuse, abuse, it's really hard to get out of. Um, I know that for some people, but also children... Children don't have a voice as far as, you know, yeah. they think that they can't say anything. Because that's all they've known. Yeah. So and they think that's their whole world. They can't, they're not allowed to do that. Yeah. And with this one, I mean, with Jenny, I can understand her hesitant because she was asked, she she actually did ask a lot of different people or she got a lot of different people exactly. to be involved and they didn't do anything. They didn't so do anything. I don't know if she's like an advocate for... Um, no social like social work and and child abuse and stuff, but whatever. That's Sylvia. Yeah, and that's the spawn of Satan. She's ugly. Yeah, she looks, she looks like, like a, a witch. A skeleton. She looks Skeletor like a witch. She looks witch, like yeah. uh like that movie Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, you know that new movie Hansel and Gretel. Have you seen it? I don't yeah, know that movie. Yeah, yeah. She looks like the witch in that. <laughs> and then Paula, that go back. Oh, wait, where's Paula? There's Paula. That's Paula? Yeah. She looks like she would do stuff like that. Yeah, she looks like a... That's her older, when she was a school teacher. Can't believe she tried to do that. Bitch, get out of here with that shit. You can fuck right off. Excuse my language, but... This case is so bad. Child abuse gets me heated. Honestly, I can't. Mm Mm-hmm. And I saw the pictures of what they wrote i'm a prostitute and proud of it yeah and the the s or the three or whatever i don't know how can you do that to even another human being i just a don't understand child. the situation of the neighborhood like where the fuck were they yeah. living were they living like i thought they were living in the hills have eyes yeah. like what what are we doing i don't understand no even a trailer they wouldn't a trailer park wouldn't do that. No, I don't have anything yeah. against people who live in trailers. Hell, but I've I was lived thinking, in a trailer my whole life. Like people that were just fucking high, like they were. Like, oh, you mean like thing. crackheads? Yeah, crackheads yeah. everywhere, and they were just high. They didn't know what they were talking about or something like that. Not like that. No, no, nope. No, we don't have anything against trailers. Uh, no, we, I was we literally talking, lived in a trailer was, our yeah, whole life. Literally lived she, in a trailer. She meant to say, I know what you meant. You yeah, meant like I meant crack like addicts, people like crackheads, drugged up. Yeah, and they're just like I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, yeah, I was thinking, I was like, all these people. And even not to, just just not even to report it. Like, the girl who came and told her mom what was going on. Like, just make a phone call to the police. And be like, yeah. hey. 
it's not that hard and be like, hey, I think something's going on. But just really, like, honest to God, back then, people just did not get involved in other people's situations. Yeah. I mean, they really Which didn't. Was if weird. you think about, like, our granny. Yeah. You know, like, you know that she doesn't really like to get involved in other people's, like, stuff. Stuff, yeah. So she, like, and that's just how it was back then, man. But, like, it's weird because they would In interact. the city areas. Now, in the country... Like, my grandmama. Yeah, Southern. And they know all of our family business. that's listening to this, they'll know. Grandmama, I mean, you know, in the South and in the country, everybody knows everybody's business. Yeah. But in the city area, nobody really, like, got in anybody's business. But it's just funny because they, like, they would come over to neighbors' houses and bake pies and all this other stuff. And they were more interactive than we are now with neighbors. Yeah. Well, I mean, this woman came over to borrow some sugar or something. Yeah. And still was like, okay, bye. I'm going to get out of here. Bruises, but whatever. <laughs> oh, my I God. She's beating her sugar. with a belt. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe she thought it was just kids fighting and this frail looking witch mom couldn't get up and do anything about it. Which, uh, you know, whatever. Anyways. Yeah. But yes, that's that's the end. That's it. That's the story. So we hope that you guys have a good night or a good day or whatever you're doing. Spring break's next week for us. So yeah. woo woo! So excited. I know I get to sleep late. I don't have to take the kids to school. Yes. <laughs> All right. So anyways, um, go ahead and give us a like. Oh, also, if you are listening to us on Apple podcast go ahead and give us a review or click them little stars if you don't like us you can just give us a one star you know but yeah. i hope you don't i hope you give us five yeah i hope you like us um so yeah go ahead and give us a review because that helps us kind of know also like what we need to work on if anything yeah because we don't know Mm-mm. until you tell us yeah so i think that's it do we have yeah. anything else we want to talk about I feel like there was something we were supposed to say, and I don't remember what it was. Next case we're doing, or... No. We're off next week? Are we off next week? Oh, Tuesday. We won't have a case Tuesday, but we'll have one next Friday. Okay. Um, maybe, unless I get a wild hair and I want to do one, um, Tuesday, but I don't know. Hopefully you guys liked the Tuesday instead of Wednesday, because we're kind of trying to split it up a little bit, so. All right. Well, anyways, we will see you guys next time. Like I said, go um, review, 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 review for us. Thank you. All right. Talk to you guys. Talk to you guys. guys. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.